And hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth Million, and I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us on the program today. It's official, the Jets season is over in week two. Adam Gase announced, and if you watch the press conference quite somberly, and he knows that this season is over, that Sam Darnold is out with mono and likely will be out for a couple of weeks. Even though the Jets have a week four bye, they're beginning the schedule. And I said this when I did their season preview. They had to go two and four and survive this gauntlet to begin the season because they play the Patriots twice, the Cowboys, and the Eagles over the next five weeks. They're going to be 0 and 6. They are out of it already. So much to get into. We'll get to Adam Gase and his future, what this means for him, what this means for the Jets' season. But I'm going to start with Sam Darnold. The first thing is, you hope he gets healthy. He's a great kid. Showed you a lot of promise in the preseason. Looked like he was ready to go. And it's funny because in hindsight, you catch things and you're like, that makes sense. I remember watching the game and I'm on Sunday against the Bills and I'm saying, look, he, he looks slow. He just doesn't look right. And I, I just like, okay, well, it's an offensive line. I had an off day, but... Now when you look at it, and now when you look at his interviews the last couple week, it's clear something was off. I mean, Adam Gase has come out and said, Darnold's already lost five pounds. This is not good. And this is not good for the Jets because year two is the pop year for quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson popped in year two. Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. This is supposed to be the pop year for Sam Darnold. And I said... The Jets season, you want to end the playoffs, but what you really want to end is conviction that Sam Darnold is the right quarterback. And it's going to be hard to tell. Now, look, he could get back and play great the last half of the season, and at the end of the season said, okay, well, it was a lost season, but at least we got our quarterback, and Sam looks good hanging to year three. But it's frustrating because year two, this was the year we thought we were going to see the stride, and now it's another year where you're pushed back and you waste a year of the rookie contract. So without question, this is a devastating loss for the Jets. You hope that Sam can get back quick. I still have a lot of faith in him that he is the quarterback for this team. But it's not a good look when this is the second time he's going to miss significant time for the Jets. Last year missed it with an injury. He's going to miss with Mono this year. But to look at this and blame Sam Darnold now, you can't blame him for this illness. But this organization, the big thing whenever you draft the quarterback high, can they overcome a bad organization? Because there's a reason a team is drafting you that high. It's because they're dysfunctional. And one thing I think became apparently clear, especially if you're not a fan of Adam Gase, he's going to be the Jets coach in 2020. There is no way he is not going to be the coach. Most importantly, because number one, he's got a bunch of excuses. Him and Mike McCagnan didn't get along. Mike McCagnan did not have a good draft. Mike McCagnan did not do a good job with the big holes on this team. Now, some of them, we don't know. I don't think we'll ever fully know what Gase had input on, but the Jets' biggest needs were special teams. They had a Pro Bowl kicker. They let him walk. Cornerback, they didn't address it until the sixth round of the draft and didn't make a big splash in free agency. This is a team that now cannot fire Adam Gase. Because if they do, they will affirm that they are a dysfunctional organization. They can't go from a 12-month period, from January to January, 
firing two coaches and a general manager. It's not a good look. And look, I understand, Gase, this is the hard hand to be dealt that you're not having your starting quarterback for any head coach in the NFL. But I think he's just going to use the excuses of injuries. If anyone's saying, well, Gase should be fired even if they don't play well the second half of the season, Gase can say, look, I lost Avery Williamson to the IR. I lost Mosley for significant time. I could potentially lose Bell. Quincy Anuma we lost for the season. And maybe that's another move that Adam Gase didn't see out of high with McCagnan. Because don't forget, McCagnan last year at the end of the season gave Quincy Anuma this extension despite having an injury history and a neck injury history, and he might not play ever again. So it's clear that the Jets are going to have Adam Gase because they got to give him an offseason. They have to give Joe Douglas a chance to build this team, especially because you look at the draft last year. McCagnan did not do the Jets any favors because he didn't get more picks for the third pick. And what were the team's biggest needs? Cornerback, pass rusher, offensive line. The only thing they did was draft Aduba, the left tackle, and he's not even a starter in the third round. Ja'Kai Polite was a head case and has already been cut in the third round. Quinnen Williams is hurt, even though I think Quinnen Williams would be a very good player. I mean, the Jets draft and their bad drafts under the McCagnan, it's come back to haunt them this year because I know that there, there's that mentality in the NFL for the next man up, right? But when you're the Jets and you're a top-heavy team and you don't have good depth, it's kind of hard for the next guy to step up when you go from an A player to a D minus player. It's just that simple. And it's clear. Adam Gase knows the season's over. You just look at his body language in that press conference, how somber he looked, basically looking down. And I know he's not comfortable with the media. We've seen that before. But you can tell, and he knows, this season is over, and I'm going to be on the hot seat next year. Because he knows this fan base will go another year without going to the postseason. He knows that this season will likely end with the Jets picking in the top 10 again. And he knows he's going to have that above his head that, look, he got the general manager fired last year. And even though Mike McCagden didn't have a great draft, it's still on him that he got him fired after the draft. So now a lot of it's on Adam Gase, especially if Darnold does not play well when he comes back. A lot of this is going to be on Adam Gase, and Gase knows that year two, if he doesn't make the playoffs, he's likely gone because he's been put in a situation. Now, this year he's got the excuses because of the injuries, because of Sam missing time, but the one thing that's very interesting, and we're seeing it in the NFL, is what rookie quarterbacks do well. I mean, the first thing people jump to is the head coach, and it's a big part of it, but it's also the organizations that get them. Have you noticed which quarterbacks are doing well? They're the ones in the first round that get picked later because they're on better teams with better management. The exception would be the Rams, and the exception would be the Eagles. So you're saying, well, they picked one and two. Don't forget the Eagles traded up to two. And with the Rams, they had a great owner, and they got a great head coach to maximize their quarterback's talent. And you look at the Jets and the Browns right now, who are squaring off on Monday night, and which is going to be a loss for the Jets now. The funny thing is, in that draft, who's the best quarterback right now? It's Lamar Jackson. He's already been to the postseason. Looked great. Why? Great organization. Great head coach. Stable organization. And a team that went out and maximized everything they could to make that player better. 
I give the Browns credit. They did a lot of nice moves, and the Jets made a couple of moves to help their quarterback. But they also went with unproven head coaches this year. Think about this with Darnold and Baker. Both are on their second head coach already, and this is year two for them. They're already on their second coach. Jets are already on their second general manager with Sam Darnold. The Browns traded away one of their best linemen and now have a bottom five offensive line in the league in front of Baker. The Jets didn't address their biggest needs and didn't really get a great playmaker outside of Le'Veon Bell. They didn't give Sam Darnold a great receiver, and on top of that, their tight end was suspended for PEDs. I mean, for both of these guys, Baker and Sam, they're going to have a lot more to overcome. But once again, it's a lost season for the New York Jets. And for anyone that was hoping Adam Gase was only here one year, he's going to be back. There's no way the Jets are going to get rid of him because I think Darnold will come back. I think he'll be healthy enough. He'll play well enough during the second half that even if this team goes 5-5 five and five over the last 10, they're still going to be a 5-11 and 11 team. The big thing is going to be his progress. Unless it's a 2-14 and 14 disaster, I don't see the Jets making a move. Because the problem is they've already made this move. They've already made a coaching change. They made a general manager change late. You can't have your second head coach and second general manager for your young franchise quarterback just after a second year. It's not a good look. And it's highly dysfunctional. And people, it's funny because people are saying, well, why are you reacting this way after the Jets lost? Because I was saying how important the game was. And you look at this schedule, the Jets are going to go on six. It's going to be bad. And the thing that's going to be interesting is once they go 0-6, how do they play the last 10 games? Are people going to be completely bought in? Are people that are banged up going to risk injury? Are they going to stay on the bench if they're injured? They're not going to push themselves to get through injuries. Are they going to even trade guys? I mean, because by that point, you're going to be around the trade deadline. Could they trade Leonard Williams get draft capital? Could they trade Jordan Jenkins for draft capital? Could they move one of the offensive linemen that might be underperforming? I mean, could they move Robbie Anderson, who's already not put himself in good graces, it's clear, with Adam Gase? I mean, there's a lot of things the Jets could do. I mean, don't forget the trade deadlines we get. We could see them be sellers. I don't think they're going to tank like the Dolphins are trying to do, but they might just look at it and say, look, we got to make some moves, build some draft capital, and build for the draft. I mean, the big thing for the Jets is this. The season's lost. I get that. But if Adam Gase wants to head in the right direction and wants to have some capital moving into year two, when Sam does come back, and I do believe they will not rush him until he's 100%, because they know the season's lost. There's no point in putting him out there to get risk of injury. If they put him out there, the big thing for Gase is he's going to play well. People are not going to care what the record is. If Sam Darnold comes back, looks great, plays well, and we see that pop where we're like, okay, he's a quarterback. Okay, the Jets have their guy. That's going to be the big thing in the second half. The Jets need Darnold to play well. Because if he doesn't play well and Gaze isn't a good fit, then this mess is just going to get worse. Because then you're going to have to debate what to do at the end of the season, and I don't think you can get rid of Gaze. And Gase has that capital saying, well, I didn't get along with the general manager. He didn't draft the guys I wanted. And more importantly, hey, 
It's not my fault all these guys got injured. It's not my fault my the two best middle linebackers I have and probably two of the top four players on my defense got injured. It's not my fault that my quarterback got mono and had to miss a, the biggest portions of games on our schedule against the best teams. It's not my fault if Le'Veon Bell misses time with an injury. Those are things I can't control. So I do think Gase is going to be safe for year two. I know a lot of Jet fans might not like that. But it's very clear the season's over. You just hope Sam gets healthy. And the big thing for the Jets this season, it's not the record. The big thing is going to be when Darnold comes back, does he pop? Does he play well? Because if he doesn't play well and it doesn't work, Jets are in big trouble. And the Jets will have a decision to make because they're likely going to be picking the top of the draft. They could trade back, get a bunch of picks for teams needing a quarterback. Or if they are mixed about Darnold and don't love him, they're going to have an opportunity to probably get a quarterback in this draft. I mean, it's a long shot. I don't think they will do that. But if this season is another disaster, I think all options are on the table for the Jets. But it's clear that the 2019 season, like so many seasons this past decade, once again, is a lost season for New York. And once again... It's the same old Jets. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure to like us wherever podcasts are available, such as on SoundCloud, Spotify, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. Always reach out to us, richsportstalk at gmail.com. And, of course, social media using the handle Rich Sports Talk. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk. <laughs>